Facebook today on The Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Generally, how do these conspiracy theories get started? Well, a lot of the times they start off with people having some, I think, real concerns. Usually, um, you know, when major events happen that are shocking or upsetting, people have a lot of questions. And usually, in the heat of the moment, there's a lot more questions than answers. And so oftentimes you see people speculating, guessing, trying to gather whatever, whatever tidbits they can and, and piecing together big stories. Um, but what we're seeing more often lately is that people now take new events and fold them into their existing stories. And so since the X-Files was on TV and since other shows have tapped into conspiracy culture, we see these sort of big mythologies that any new piece of information can now be sort of added into. And so there's a sort of ready-made explanation for big events. And one of the huge challenges now is with social media, with the Internet it's very difficult to find out which parts of the conspiracy theories out there is based on something true and which is something that is either added to the mix and becomes established or accepted as a fact that has nothing to do. So you can throw something in, gets repeated enough, people start to believe it, but it doesn't actually, it's not real, but it's become part of the story that people believe is real. Right. It can be oftentimes uh, difficult to separate the memes, the kind of pictures and images and everything online from the real facts, which is why it's so interesting to teach. So I started coming to this topic because I teach how to research, how to ask good questions, how to trust your sources. And what I found is that students were really good at finding academic articles like they should. But when it came to the Internet, people didn't know how to tell trustworthy from not trustworthy. And so I find conspiracy theories are really helpful for, for helping students sort of really fine tune those skills. But here's where this now gets so complicated because there's always going to be a political viewpoint or some position you're trying to push with a conspiracy theory. And Mark, as soon as you as an academic say, look, that piece right there, there is nothing to back up that that piece is real. That somehow can't be justified. It can't be verified. It was thrown in. You are now part of the conspiracy because you're trying to bury that important piece of information. Of course, yeah, and that's what, one of the big puzzles about conspiracy theories and studying them is that if you're an academic like me, a journalist, if you're, uh, you know, even any random person with a point on the internet, as soon as you have a critique that sort of undermines a conspiracy, you yourself can be built into the conspiracy. <laughs> you're now part Maybe. of it. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Scott Radley Show weeknights from six to eight on nine hundred CHML.